we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. Information is free. There is hope. Mummy says don't play with fire. Oh, oh, oh my God. That's hot. But Mummy says it's okay to play everything. Cool. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? Hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, welcome to this week's episode of The Critic Cast. The name is Larry, and yet another pleasure it is to be here with you. First of all, I'm uh, going to talk about the bar note for, uh, in the first segment, and then later on we'll talk about uh, the stuff that's happening in the news. I'll just give you some news summaries. And then uh, in the final segment, uh, how to deal with no-win situations in your relationship. So, but of course, today is Monday, the 28th of November, and, uh, well, those dreaded bond notes are here. Yes, the bond notes that were exp- announced in, what is this, in April or something like that, by Dr. John Mangujga, something like, I can't remember what month it was. It's been a while ago now. That they were coming because there was a cash flight and we're going to blame everyone in the country except the people that matter. And by matter, I don't mean like, you know, uh, situations where people matter more than the other and stuff and that sort of thing. I mean, you know, Pachi Chef, you know how this country, Panana Chef, then there's everybody else because, you know, the chef is a guy who comes, or woman and sometimes, who comes with a big car and it's got the security detail and you can't go and talk to them. It's part of the fact that you pay their salary. So it's like a garden boy coming into your house and he comes with all his security. He says, the guy who's supposed to be working for you, but you can't really talk to him. You're not allowed to because, well, for some reason, he's your boss. Yeah, irony of it all. Anyway, so then what happens is that, you know, the the Reserve Bank government uh, announces these things. Of course, a lot of people are upset. Talking about 2008, remember that time. It's the most horrible, horrible period we went through. The country was in pandemonium. You know, uh, inflation was horrible. Prices were going up the whole time. Money changes were the, de- de- were the order of the day. Bur- people burning cash and so forth. Not burning. That word burn is like a uniquely Zimbabwean thing. It meant that you were taking money and then changing it into something else. And then coming back with something else. And the rate would go up. You'd get a Zimbabwe dollar. And if you got enough cash really quickly, you could go buy a US dollar on the street. And when you get the US dollar on the street... You could go in and sell it for a little bit more, and then you sell it on, buy some more, sell it on for a little more, and you make money that way. You you were, you were really a raw firmer for forex dealer in the rest of the world, which is kind of like a legitimate thing that people do. So back to this, then people were upset. People started sitting in park, car parks and crying about it. Uh, people formed movements and got arrested and f- some of them f- left the country some of them are still here some people sit in parks some people got into trainers and jogged in the streets some even went and you know to the ministry of finance and camped outside the ministry of finance saying oh no this is such a horrible thing and then it quietened down a little bit then there was court challenges court challenge comes in court challenge doesn't really quite work out Presidential powers are used. People still complain. And then there was this threat that what was going to happen was they were going to they were going to do it this way. The presidential powers is essentially like dad is going to do whatever he likes, yeah. Because mummy's 
mum is going to take a long time to make a decision. But we're still going to have this discussion when mum comes back. But dad has just authorized you to do whatever you like. But you, your mum might sort of come back in time and say, no, you can't do it after all. So it's kind of a weird situation because what that means, what's basically happening now is the government has said, we're going to go ahead with a bond based on presidential powers. And, you know, that's what's going to happen. Uh, but Parliament is going to have a consultative process to regular, regularize and legitimize the use, usage of the bond. So coming out, just, just to be clear, coming out on Monday, the 28th of November today, is the two, uh, $10 million worth of $2 bond notes and, uh, and $2 million worth of $1 bond coins. Now the catch here... Remember, these are one is to one as to the U.S. dollars. Uh, the catch here is you can only withdraw a maximum of $50 in bond notes per day or $150 in bond notes per week. I thought this was supposed to make the cash crisis a lot easier. You're telling me I can only access $150 in cash per week? And I'm sitting there and just like, oh, wow. Really? Really now? I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and say that they're not going to work because you know it's easy to shoot something down before it works. And I, I know Carl Joseph in a Facebook post quite quite rightly said that in Zimbabwe we spend too much time talking about what the government is doing instead of bringing solutions to the table. And this is what's there. It's one is to one to the U.S. dollar. Let's see what the market thinks of it. Before we start getting a reaction, because we often get, have this big reaction before anything happens. And that's that. So the bond note, she's out. <laughs> Not quite the reaction that the Reserve Bank is probably going for. And I'm seeing glad of the fact that. Am I not? Am I the only one who's worried about the fact that the bond notes came out and they were seen? I mean, images were going or making the rounds, whether it be from the banks or from the Reserve Bank or whatever they may be. I don't know. But I mean, should anyone really be walking into that place and taking pictures in such a higher security place? And, you know, what other pictures are being sent out? And if it's from the from the, what you call it, from the uh, banks, what other information about me is being, you know, sent out without permission? I'm worried. Anyway, you know, the news happening, making the news this week. Fidel Castro is uh, dead, unfortunately. Yeah, the iconic leader of the revolution, that is, of Cuba. He teamed up with uh, the late, great Che Guevara and uh, got rid of uh, Batista. Yeah, and, and then ruled uh, what was this country, Cuba, for 47 years. Uh, pretty much, you know, stood steadfastly against the West and that sort of thing. And, you know, in spite of the fact that, uh, you know, there were problems within Cuba, I think he, ch he did make a huge impact on the world. And that's, I think that's the only thing you want to be remembered for uh, when, you, when you leave this earth, that you made a, an impact. And that's what it is. It was very anti-capitalistic, but often said I'm not a communist either and that sort of thing. I'm just about people. So rest in peace. At the age of 90, Fidel Castro, just icons, just uh, passing away, which is really sad. Uh, congratulations to Norma Kumalo, from, uh, who is uh, the new uh, Idols, uh, well, the Idol season uh, 12 contestant. She won it. And I will tell you this, when she 
did that audition out in KwaZulu Natal, and uh, what happened was uh, after the uh, the audition, she, she, you know, she, she because she was she, she's a student teacher, she was out there at, at the what you call it, the auditions, and she said my kids are the reason that I came out because the kids pushed me to go out there and do this, and then they called the kids right. And the kids are out there, oh, so happy, Mrs. K- Ms. Kumala, what, what? I was like, something special about this woman. And she's won it, so I'm pretty excited. So, yeah, great, great news for her. Uh, also, news making this week, Ashley Morgan is the new Miss Zim- Tourism Zimbabwe. It was oh, the shenanigans there. Uh, because from number one to num- uh, number seven was the, I think it was the semifinal, whatever it was, I can't remember. They decided that we're gonna they're gonna eighth, add an eighth contestant. So number one changed, right? And having done that, when they say number one had won it, some poor girl, cheers or somebody, I can't remember name, thought she had won, and then she gets told, No, it's not you. It's like for example, you're asking someone out on WhatsApp and they say yes, but they responded to the wrong chat and you're busy doing cartwheels and stuff. And actually, it's a no. So, ooh, awkward. Great for the person, the other person, but not so much for you. Yeah, and in sports news, Sri Lanka beat Zimbabwe in the cricket in the final of the uh, tri-series. Uh, Zimbabwe had beaten uh, the West Indies to make it to the final. So, but great for Zimbabwe to have made it to the final. The batting is still horrible. Poor horrible. Caps United are the new champions of the Castle Lago Premier Soccer League in Zimbabwe. Congratulations to them. They won their final match. Even though uh, FC Platinum won their final match, it was just not enough. The, the win was actually academic. And then finally, a new scientific study says that your pool can help you lose weight. And don't worry, you don't, you don't have to eat it. Scientists simply say that if you deliver their pool to them, I don't know how you're going to do it, because I'm thinking you still have to carry it, and if in your car, is smelling it. Or imagine if you're carrying it in a combi, and then, you know, the police stop you, and they want to search you, and they want to find out what you have. I'm pretty sure people will be like, Unoroya or something like that. You're a lawyer, because <laughs> you're carrying your pool around. <laughs> Why do go there? But anyway... Uh, if you take it to them, they can check the components of your diet and tell you what sort of food you're eating and what sort of food you should, you should eat in what they now call the poo diet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shut up and let me think. So the name is Larry and you're listening to the Criticast and the final segment I'm going to talk um, the relationship segment of course I'm going to talk about what I define as no-win situations and those are kind of situations where well you know scenarios where you know you're being manipulated into choosing between two very bad options essentially damned if you do damned if you don't type of situations and I put out a couple of examples of that for example a woman accuses her spouse of not wanting to spend time with her but greets him with hostility if he stays at home right and then you've got us uh, another kind of situation where a man tells his partner he will have an affair unless the uh, enge- she engages in sexual activities she finds physically and emotionally degrading or a family member complains uh, that they need help but refuse to participate when 
common solutions such as therapy and that sort of thing are offered. Or a spouse spends excessively from the family budget and say they will only stop if the spouse gives up, gives up one of the main interests or hobbies to ease the situation. Or a husband is frequently combative and uh, hostile in couples therapy sessions, but accuses his wife of not wanting to work on the relationship if she refuses to go. Or a mother is frequently hostile and critical of family members uh, uh, at, at traditional family gatherings, but accuses them of abandoning her if they don't show up. So there's examples. Now, before I talk about different uh, do's and don'ts of that, those types of situations. I'm going to play um, a, a contribution by Mambo Vic. Happy birthday to him who turned 30 and this was his contribution on the subject. Hello, what's up? It's Mambo Vic. Really enjoy your radio show, a Big Up Creecast. So, in response to your question, a woman accuses her spouse of wanting to spend time with her but greets him with hostility if he stays at home. And I, I would just like to quote from the Christian Bible uh, I read the story in the King James I, it's in Proverbs I think I saw it in many chapters about uh, women and the house and all that and uh, in lots of cases a, a man who has a nagging woman um, can equate that woman to a leaking faucet it's just a continuous dripping and it's irritating and some men in the same book would prefer to live in the attic or, or out in the desert somewhere than to be with a nagging woman. So sometimes if you see men wanting to stay away from home, it's because the woman is really a nag. And then a man tells his partner he will have an affair unless she engages in sexual activities she finds physically or emotionally degrading. Um, well, there I, I can't really comment. <laughs> I'm not experienced, but thank you, Larry. Yeah, thanks very much, Vic. Uh, but before I give those do's and don'ts, I'm going to just uh, wade through some of the social media responses. Wads and I say both cases need counseling if a couple couples want to last. Uh, fair enough. Uh, Carla says, uh, tell the woman exactly that, and that uh, when a man is home and she's not nice, it's not so enjoyable to spend time together, hence spending time with each other, reason which is with each other. If the time together is enjoyable, then happy uh, people will be happy in those situations. And on the other situation, it says that's wrong and will never work. Firstly, to have a se- woman do sexual things that she doesn't want to do uh, or finds degrading and, and so forth, uh, she should not have to. Murai says it's, uh, it all boils down to love and the chemistry that goes with it. When the husband and wife are in love, they should want to spend time to, with each other. For the wife, having him at home is a huge bonus that should be embraced with both hands. So that seems like there's some sort of situation there. Uh, but uh, looking at uh, the, the just two more here, uh, Empress says hostility is there for a reason. Communication is key to getting past whatever unresolved issues are bubbling under the surface. And uh, also, God, she says the dude uh, can have his affair and pick up uh, the divorce papers on the way out. That's a response to that degrading situation. And Melissa says, I, a compromise and communication are missing in both situations. R- relationships are built on good communication. Without, you, uh, uh, without it, you can never understand why your partner acts in a certain way. Now, the do's and don'ts I'm talking about, you know, essentially, I mean, you know, how it feels, a, a, a no-winner, a lose-lose kind of scenario is, is very, it's, you know, it has two, two things. Fear, obligation, and guilt. 
you know, that keeps you trapped in a situation where you're afraid or reluctant to set boundaries uh, for self-protection. So that was, that, that's the thing. Because other way, if you say no, there's the fear that you'd not be ex- accepted. If you, you feel that you're obligated to do certain things. And if you don't want to do them, you maybe you feel guilty that why shouldn't you want to do this sort of things? And these are ways to cope. If you recognize that you're being uh, presented with a no uh, win or lose-lose type of scenario by a person with a personality dis- disorder, it is helpful to understand that the source of the conflict and anguish is their mental health and not your. That's the first thing. But these are things not to do. Don't blame yourself for the conflict you're facing if the source of the conflict is really is the disordered individual. Don't enable a disorder by giving in to unreasonable demands or pressure. You only hurt yourself as well as the other person. Don't avoid the situation altogether to avoid conflict, or you may well create an elephant in the room, you know, something that's not talked about. And don't feel obliged to explain yourself or your actions every time you set a certain or maintain a certain boundary and try to protect yourself from emotional abuse. Now, what to do, learn about the boundaries that you have and how to use them. And promptly remove yourself and your children from verbally or physically abusive environments. Remember that you are dealing with a person who has a mental health disorder more than often than not and doesn't always make good choices for themselves or for others. I recognize that you can't always make another person like you, be happy with you, or appreciate you. Sometimes people just want to fight and maybe baiting you to go first. Make choices for yourself that will produce the best long-term results for you and your family. And get support from people who understand your situation and are knowledgeable about personality disorders. You will feel better when other others understand your situation and support your decisions. Uh, that's something that I came from a website called uh, Out of the Fog. The fog is the fear, obligation, and guilt type of situation. Yes, uh, so that's that for this week's Creative Cast. Uh, yeah, thank you very much for joining me. If you want to comment on these and any, any other uh, topics on, uh, our, on, on our show, what you want to do is get in touch with me via email, info at com, or you can get in touch with me on Twitter at Quidirai. Quidirai has got a Y-I y- at the end. And also, don't uh, miss an episode of the Quidicast. Go to uh, iona.fm and look for Quidicast, or go to, uh, and, and yeah, when you get find Quidicast, get the channel RSS feed and load it, load it into your device. And also go to iTunes, look for Quidicast and subscribe. Uh, catch me on ZFM Stereo between uh, 6 and 6.30 on Tuesday Night Football. And on the same day, Tuesday on Health Matters between 8.30 and 9.00 p.m. Now with that, I say thank you very much for joining me. And I leave you with the words of Fidel Castro. Condemn me. It does not matter. History will absolve me. He's been Criticos. The name is Larry. Take care of yourself. If you don't like him, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out?